Sweet. All right. Welcome, welcome to episode eight. Wow, we have made it to episode eight of the Sweet <laughs> Film Talk. This is TC, and we have Keeks, of course. Sweet. What's up, guys? Who would have thought we would have made it to eight? Well, actually, eight's a pretty it's a pretty small lifetime, so I, I, I think it was at least guaranteed we make it here. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll have a few more, but at least here. We'll, we'll get to we'll get to double digits. Um, so we have just kind of a short and sweet pod today. Uh, we finally saw Sicario, Day of Soldado, uh, great movie. We'll get our thoughts about that. Uh, but Kamiko, what did you see this weekend? Any streaming movies? Oh, gosh, I'm trying to think because I, I know. Oh, geez, this is going to drive me insane because I, oh, I know what I, I watched Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. It's like, what did I watch? Yeah, watch Jurassic Park. You got, you got that bad taste. You got the mouthwash, dude. Gosh, I got the mouthwash. I, it was like I went to, I don't know what, and just got a nice Kobe steak. I, because I wanted to watch it. We have it on VHS here. We have a VHS player at my house. Have it on VHS. Pop that bad boy in. I was so hyped and like. I mean, the the VHS is like 25 years old, so it it doesn't work anymore. So it's a little bummed. But then I realized, oh, you know, the internet exists, so you can literally watch anything you've ever wanted to watch. Yeah. And so I Amazon Prime, good old Amazon Prime, rented Ooh. that bad boy, watched it, just. Yeah, just I love that you texted me during while you were watching. You're like, Samuel Jackson is in this movie. I had no idea. I don't know how I didn't know, or maybe I just forgot, but oh yeah, I was I was shocked. Yeah, he plays a small role, but he is I literally that we need to do some statistic here, but I think he's the actor that has appeared in the most movies, counting the MCU. It's crazy. I gosh dang. You know what? This is gonna drive me crazy because I saw I saw a statistic that was like the highest gross Stan Lee. Stanley is the highest, like, is the actor involved in the highest grossing movies because he's been in all the Marvel movies. Wow, true. Yeah, he, yeah. he has he has a cameo in basically every Marvel movie. Yeah, I, I think in all of them. I think that's part of his contract is he gets to. Um, but yeah, he's technically, like, been involved in the highest grossing uh, films. Wow. Of all time. So, shouts out Stanley. Yeah, shouts out indeed. Um, so, I saw Die Hard. Oh, wow. Uh, we wanted you there, of course, mm-hmm. but uh, Die Hard is great. Anyone that has seen Die Hard knows that there are like 12 knockoffs, and we're getting the greatest knockoff here in a couple weeks, Skyscraper. Can't wait for it. We're going to be there opening night. Oh, absolutely. So saw Die Hard, and then, um, geez, finished the movie Jackass, too. So <laughs> oh, what a, that's, those, The Jackass movies are just, they're, they're, they're going to go down as classics. We're going to oh, yeah. Criterion collections of all the Jackass movies. I, sw- I promise you that. So that was basically all I watched this weekend. Okay. That's sweet. Dude, yeah, just kind of low key. Okay. You know what? As, as we were watching Sicario kind of to headway into that, the movie, uh, first and foremost, I loved the movie. I thought it was a great follow-up to – the first one, which I mean, the first one, you had a dynamic team of, of you know, Denis Villeneuve, and you had Taylor Sheridan, my favorite writer right now, who wrote the script. But 
the dude sitting next to me had the worst, most awful smelling feet the whole time. He was like wearing, I don't know, the dude was wearing sandals, but it smelled absolutely awful. MCAT could even smell it. I mean, it was so bad. So that kind of brings me up. What kind of horrible movie experiences have you had in the theater? Oh, man. For me, that's tough to say. There's there's so many, but you know what's funny is I couldn't even smell that guy's feet. I don't know what was going on. Uh, dude, I'm surprised. And I was sitting next to you. I was one, I was one space away from him, but I couldn't smell anything. Uh, I, I heard him talking pretty loud. But for me, just actually recently, uh, I saw Incredibles 2. Okay. And it was really – it was it was just – this was more weird than anything. This dude, I mean, you know, a total, like, gym bro. Yeah. You know, you know we all know the type that, like, bring their bag to every workout set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to every set of equipment. But this guy brings in, like, a backpack. And I kid you not, he removes – you know the grocery bags? Yeah. He removes like three grocery bags from his backpack mm-hmm. and he sits down and he just sprawls them all out like where he's sitting. Jeez. And he's like lounging between two chairs and it was just really, really weird. I was like, man, where, where is the etiquette in movies? And then I just remember watching Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the first one. Okay. And some, some family brought their baby in. And the baby literally cried through half the movie. Oh my! I was, it was getting to the point where you, I was hearing people around us uh, mm-hmm. saying, "Shh," like "Shh," quiet down the baby. And one guy just blatantly said, "Take out the baby." <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so funny. Uh, the baby definitely takes the cake. I, I, I'm not a father, but I can just say once I have kids and it's movie night. I will make sure I get a babysitter, and if I do bring a child, that child will be at least six years old dude, or you five. Know, you know what I mean? Oh, of course. You know, I've actually noticed in Megaplex, at least the one in at Geneva, they have like a, like a child room. So it looks like it's like a soundproof room where you can take your child in if it's making too much noise. Genius. I, I know. That's genius. Super nice. Um, yeah. But gosh, I, you know, I've never really – the only thing that I get annoyed with in the theater is when I'm watching a horror film and you've got the teenagers in the back who it's like, like when I went and saw The Witch. So I, I think The Witch is an amazing horror film. Now, granted, it's not like The Conjuring, you know, the typical like, you know, huge scares, blah, 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 blah. But it's still great. And anytime there was something like, like disturbing or anything, just these teenagers kept laughing or they'd, like, mimic it and mock the movie. And I'm like, can you please stop? Like, we're all sitting here trying to enjoy this experience. And these, and these, you know, just wieners are sitting there. <laughs> just making all, just laughing. And I can't, I cannot stand it. Uh, the other one that I was thinking of was, remember Transformers when we were there? Oh, jeez, dude. I was about to bring that up. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Gosh, the whole movie, and I, I think they were speaking French or something. But I don't know. No, but they, they were just speaking like we were just talking about this. I mean, not this loud, but extremely loud. They was loud. I mean, that movie was already as bad as it as it was, but they they just made it worse. They 
they were they were stinky and uh, uh, th- that's true. That was another thing they, too. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, some people I've had some bad bo experiences in movies, but uh, yeah. So hopefully you guys have avoided some bad movie theater experiences. It happens to everyone. It's bound to happen. Oh, so, you know that's kind of what makes movies going to movies kind of fun. You know. Yeah, you and never you never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> I mean, I think one of my favorite experiences with yeah, I've I've mentioned. Um, get out but you i remember seeing it and on those three separate occasions when like something good would happen just good old eric would stop would start clapping and the whole movie theater started clapping all (laughs) of those moments that was hilarious that was great so you know maybe we've been the cause of some people's movie nightmares but 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 eric made it even better from that oh he he 100 did shouts out eric yeah um, so yeah, so we saw Sicario 2, uh, this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. And I don't really know if there's anything bad to say about this movie. Like, like we mentioned, Taylor Sheridan is, is doing a great job at writing. And, oh, yeah. uh, I think the less we talk about this movie, the better, just because, I mean, the basic storyline, the plot of this movie is, um, there are people uh, down in Mexico, they're basically, you know, a part of just smuggling, you know, humans across the border. And, and so happens to be that some terrorists uh, come in as well. And they just cause a lot of horrific events in this movie. And so your team, Matt Graver, and also Alejandro are uh, sent down there to kind of discover what's going on and how to stop it. And that's what I liked about it. It wasn't totally like a drug cartel. It had a different story. And I think Matt Graver, Josh Brolin, and Alejandro uh, uh, Benicio del Toro are just two great casting uh, pieces for the Sicario series. I Benicio del Toro in this is—he's so good. I mean, just as like this cold-hearted assassin. I mean, because if you've seen the first one, you know that he's—he's he's not towards any side. He just kind of has his own agenda. Yeah. And when you see him get going and he's into the ba- – basically what they've got to do is they – in order to kind of advance themselves, they kidnap the daughter of uh, of the cartel that's yeah, a, kind a, of, that a, they a, believe is in drug, charge of all of this. Yeah, just a drug lord, Carlos yeah. Reyes. It, exactly. And, and I think the, the cool thing is what I love that, ta- Taylor, that Taylor Sheridan does – is he has these different stories. It's a lot like what he does in Wind River, is you have these different aspects, and as it all comes together, you're sitting there, and you know it's going to, but you're just thinking, like, how is this all going to tie together? Yes. And, I mean, the the finale of this movie is pretty crazy. I I think it could have gone a little bit shorter. I don't know how they would have, but I felt like they could have tuned up the editing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was my only – that was a gripe of mine. Uh, there towards the end um, – this is not really much of a spoiler, but I don't know if you remember. It goes from night to daytime really quick, and uh, Alejandro discovers the truck. Like, you know, I don't know. I thought that was just kind of like a weird sequence. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you, you know, it's I, – I just thought that was like, wait, what was the time jump here? Was that over an hour? Like, was that, would that all happen at like 4 a.m. and then now it's 6 a.m. It's bright as day. I thought that was just kind of a little, 
like that's like really my only gripe. I was I was a little confused on the time and like how far of a distance they traveled. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the the whole epilogue thing I found to be a little I found to be a little bit much. I think if they would have started the next movie, how they finished this one, I think that would have been a little bit better. Mm. Another thing that I had with it was it had nothing to do with the movie. It was just a decision that like an extra character makes near the beginning of the film. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you're just sitting there like, why would you, why is that even? Yeah. It's like, yeah, literally the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah, exactly. And just for those of you, the movie itself is great. It's it. The score is fantastic. It really yes. helps heighten the sense of uh, just the, t- just the intensity of the film. It's a little graphic. It's it's pretty. It's a it's, little much in some it, scenes. If you've seen the first movie, it's it's about as graphic as the first. I mean, it really. I think it really portrays how, you know. I mean, how people, it would be, you know. Yeah, it's how just, it'd be. It's exactly. very realistic, and so. Exactly. Uh, but I loved it, and I'm gonna give Sicario an A. I loved it just as much as the first one. And my expectations were met because I really had high expectations for this movie. Yeah, this was like your kind of your go to um, kind of film that you picked for June. So I'm super I'm super glad that I liked it, too. I give it an A as well. You, you guys have got to check out the first one. The first one's great. Mm, and this one, a- um, the the whole thing with Taylor Sheridan, just I was reading a, an article by Esquire about him and his life is super interesting. He actually was Ariana Grande's acting coach when he was living out in LA. I found this out um, kind of a little movie morsel when he was living out there in LA, he didn't have a lot of money. So Ariana Grande's mom would like overpay him when she knew that he was strapped for cash and helped him to eventually write the script for hell or high water, which I know we're going to talk about eventually. Because mm-hmm. that's I'm gonna get to it this week. Oh yeah, you need to die, die Hard and Hell or High Water are your two two movies ASAP. Put them right on the list. They're right at the top. But I just thought that was super interesting. That I mean, he just kept going, kept plugging along. Wrote Hell or High Water, Sicario, Wind River, which was my favorite movie of last year. So mm, it's Wind River was Wind River was so good. Oh geez, it really what is. A, I think that's his best movie because he directed it and he wrote it. And Jeremy Jeremy Renner. That's his best movie. That's his best work. Hands down. He he was robbed. I I that movie was robbed for I mean many considerations. Jeremy Renner best actor, best original screenplay. It's it you know. It it was really a hidden gem. It's on Netflix, people. We've 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 talked about it before. If you're looking for a movie to watch this weekend or soon, we highly recommend Wind River. Yes, 100%. Definitely. So, and also, I feel like you don't really need to watch Sicario 1 to watch Sicario 2, but it's good. I, it will help to understand the characters and kind of their motives. Yep, exactly. Uh, That's why I said. So I, I think it would be wise to watch Sicario 1 before you watch Sicario 2. So, totally agree. yeah, that's uh, that's the pod for today. Well, Kamiko and I will actually be in Vegas this weekend. Go get some Raising Canes. We're going to try to catch Ant-Man and the Wasp probably Friday morning. Yeah, I think that's kind of the plan. Yeah. So, give you give you our takes on that. Exactly. That, uh, that's it for episode eight, guys. Thank thank you for tuning in as always. Signing off. You got me, the sweet keeks, and the TC. And go check out Sicario too, and of course Wind River. Uh, enjoy the Taylor Sher- Sheridan. All right.
Sweet. Sweet.